Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. Every day. My name is Matt. And my name's Jenna. And we're both registered nurses. I'm a personal trainer. And this podcast is all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. And today, I have absolutely no clue what we're talking about. (laughs) Surprise! Jenna came to me and said, let's record a podcast. And I have no idea what we're about to talk about. Oh, okay. So what are we about to talk about? Um, I've been really pissy the last two days. Okay. And I think that we need to talk about it. Okay. Because I think everybody else can probably relate to that on some level. Okay. Well, do we hit them with our gratitude point? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. At the top of every show, we hit you with our gratitude point. Gratitude point is something that can be major or something really minor. Or something absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Which, some, is, which is what I'm going to talk about for okay. my gratitude point. Okay. And you, you Matthew Lane. Okay. Um, so I've been pissy and emotional the last two days. And I was just in the bathroom doing my hair. And Matt Lane comes in the bathroom with a Sharpie marker and writes on my mirror, I am beautiful. Say this to yourself. And then walks out with a Sharpie marker, not a dry erase marker. And I just want to say thank you. Oh, okay. That's not where I thought that was going. I, I probably won't be saying thank you the next time I need to clean my mirror. Um, I, I guess I'll just never be able to clean my mirror again. I don't know. Just don't clean it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you that you are open to change. You're willing to change. Mm -hmm. You had a point where you weren't willing to change. Yeah. You know, you're simple, you know, gravitating to be able to do this podcast, wanting to do this podcast and capture these moments that I think you're feeling as I'm staring at you. Like, thank you. It's huge. So what are we talking about? Um, I don't know. I probably can attribute some of this to like, hormones maybe I don't know but what happened yesterday that I was so pissy about I don't even know yeah I don't know we were talking about tracking calories I know that that's a sore subject of mine Mm -hmm. because I don't like to do that and I'm a big fan of my fitness pal to free (laughs) calorie counting app yeah um but today especially uh I did a workout in our living room today because Matt was on a phone call and I was like, I'm going to post a picture of myself working out. And I took, what do you think? Probably 20 pictures in front of my little $5 Walmart mirror that I use to mm-hmm. make sure I'm doing my squats right. Sure. And um, I hated every single picture. Mm-hmm. I hated every single one of them. Um, and I don't think that I'm alone. You're not. I mean, you're staring at somebody that doesn't love their photos. Yeah. And I know that that's been a conversation of ours recently that, you know, you struggle too. Absolutely. Um, And I think that that's important 
to record, to put out there that we all struggle. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, on a daily basis, I've told you guys before that I feel like I, I struggle with the opposite, but it's still relatable. It's still a, it's a pain point of mine that I'm never big enough. I'm never lean enough. I'm never, um, I never look the way I think I should look or want to look. And that's just as toxic as thinking, you know, I haven't lost the amount of weight that I want. I don't, you know, whatever that is, it's the same thing. It's just the different, it's just the opposite direction. Yeah. And, you know, I've been working really hard, especially the last couple of months. Um, But this has been a, a process over several years of transformation and change, not just with my physical appearance, but my mental state as well. And and it's been a a big transformation and it's something that's needed to take the time that it's taken to really stick. Um, And I think that's important to really relay to those of you listening or watching that, you know, I, I think that's why New Year's resolutions don't stick yeah. because it's this giant change all of a sudden and we're all human. We're all stuck in our ways. We all have developed whatever kind of daily routine we have because it's most convenient or easy or, or what we would prefer. So doing a total lifestyle overhaul doesn't usually stick. Yeah. Um, and some days I look back and say, I should have changed faster or I should have realized this sooner. Or when I look in the mirror, see the years that I didn't care or didn't realize what I was doing to my body, the long-term effects of being so sedentary and overweight for so long that you can't go back and erase those years, no matter how much you work. And sometimes that, that gets really frustrating and really um, can really just mess your mind up. Yeah. Um, I think it's important we relay this um, put together front. I think a lot, Matt and I do, and uh, that's not always the case. No, it's most of the time not the case. You know, Jenna, Jenna made the point and then someone else that I'm close with made the point that, man, you've got it all together. Like, that's the way it looks. And guys, it could not be any further than, than the truth. I, I truly hope that you know that I am documenting the learning process. I am reporting what I've learned has worked for me. I'm reporting that I've worked with clients and I've seen what's working for them. I am forever a student of fitness, of wellness, and Jenna is the same way. If your mental fitness is not right, it doesn't matter what you do in any other realm of fitness and wellness. So when I talk about, when we talk about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness, the byproduct is the physical appearance. That's the byproduct. That needs to come last, but it's difficult because because in our society, the physical appearance is the first thing. Yeah, well, and it's what you can see with your eyeballs. Without a doubt, you know, I, I mean. You know, there isn't a scale 
to judge your mental health. No. You know, you can't step on the scale and be like, hey, I've lost 18 pounds of depression. Uh, that's a you, really you, good way to put that. You can't physically see it. You can quantify your weight. You can quantify how many inches around your biceps are or whatever you're you're measuring, but you can't with mental health. And I think that's what makes it so difficult to keep track of and to really realize how far you've come or far how far you've regressed. Yeah. We are our own we are our own worst enemy. Yeah. Absolutely. I have days where I have no confidence in so many aspects of my life of fitness of wellness of running a business of are my videos good enough are are these podcasts good enough um do i practice what i preach and jenna's right you know like the last thing we want to do is act like we have it all together and because i know the people that i follow when i see the humanity in them and know that they're a real person, that's what makes me love them even more. And that's Agreed. why I say, like, I, I, I never want to put that off. So please don't get it twisted. We are as real as you, and we are simply human beings. Yeah. That's all it is. We're probably just as flawed, if not oh my Lord, more yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But why do you think it was the photos that was the trigger point of this? No. Was it lead? Were there things leading up? Yeah. Talk to me. Um. I think something that's um. Very personal. Kind of set me off the other day. Uh. There's someone. Who every time I see this person, who has known you and I for the entirety of our relationship asks in the most, at least in my perception, <clears throat> in the most condescending way, um, when you're all going to have kids and to that person, if you're listening, that sets me in a tailspin constantly. Um, it's more maddening than anything. I think um, I've revealed more personally to her so that she'll stop asking than I care to. And the immediate response back is, you can still have kids. Like, that's the most important thing. And And I agree, having children is a great responsibility and a great privilege given to many um but that's not my story what behind it irks you so much i don't know it just really frustrates me um i think you know and i knew this was gonna always be um a frustration of mine or something in the back of my head. Um, 
Babe, don't worry about continuing the show right now, okay? It's okay. Breathe. So we had we had to take a little break. Um get some of that out. I I could hear it in your voice the whole time. Yeah. Um where do you want to start back at? Um, I think so I guess a little backstory. Um my uterus tried to kill me last year. And so I had a surgical procedure to get it in check. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew in the back of my head, even though I knew it was necessary and it was important, that I would probably struggle with the fact that my, for, for the general public, my body could no longer do the things that women are supposed to do. I can no longer reproduce. And I've really struggled with that a lot more than I thought I would. And and that's a real mind bender um, to do something that you know is, is to not be dramatic, but really is life-saving and life-changing. Um but knowing that you will likely be perceived as less than a woman um, because you can't do that anymore. At least that's my perception or my perspective. Like, I don't know that anyone has heard why I did what I did or or the reasons behind it and thought, well, she's she sucks as a woman now. But in my head, that's, I feel that way about myself somewhat um and it's really been difficult to work through emotionally um that's really that's really it so to give you guys some backstory um i've never wanted kids just never been an interest of mine and since when jenna and i started dating i made that very clear from from the beginning and was very open to look if that's something that you need then that's something you know i don't want to hold you up from that but that's not what i want i just know that i've known that forever um are you regretting no not having kids not at all i just it's just one of those things where there's a there's a physical limitation that i have now Mm -hmm. there's a Physically, I'm limited as a woman to do that, even though, um, you know, this is getting very personal, but, you know, I've had lady issues since I was in my early teens. And Mm -hmm. so I've been of the mindset for most of my teenage years and all of my adult life that likely this was not something that I would be able to do. And my difference in my philosophy versus Matt's was that I feel very strongly that this is something that's never going to happen. But if it would, I would just roll with it as an unexpected blessing that apparently is supposed to be my path. Even though, you know, knowing for most of my life that that's likely not the path that is going to be laid out for me. Um, So even though we kind of differed with our views, I feel like they've been pretty well on track the whole time we've been together. Yeah. Um, so that kind of took a left turn with that conversation. 
Um, but I think that's kind of what started my little tailspin is that that okay. happened Sunday or Monday. Um, I saw that person and, and they asked that question that they've asked a hundred times, even though I've been very open and honest with them, hoping that they would please, for the love of God, stop asking me that question every time they see me. And it didn't work. Um, and then, you know, just looking at myself in the mirror and not loving what I see because I see more than what you see, Matt, or what you see the viewer. I see my insecurities too. And those aren't on the outside. Those are on the inside, but I can see them when I look at me in the mirror. And, um, sometimes it's very defeating and very discouraging and it's also very frustrating and it can really make you hate yourself. Like you hate what you see because you see that the inside parts, not just what's on the outside. Um, sometimes I really struggle with that. And I feel like if I struggle with that, probably many other people do too. Of course. Um, so, I'm, I, and I don't have a fix for it either other than to just push through and practice positive self-talk and, you know, if journaling is your thing, I mean, journal that way you can look back and see, it's important to see your low points too in your journaling, yeah. not just your high points. Yeah. I think it's more important. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's pathways for everybody to help deal with your bad days. And I think it's really important to learn those pathways of what works for you, what's important to you and how you can pull yourself out of that mud of, you know, self-loathing and self-hatred to really push forward. I think that's the, the, the pinnacle point. That's the, the change point to really start moving the needle in the right direction is when you are at your lowest to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and keep going. I'm not telling you that you have to or whatever, but at what point do you put up some sort of defense for this? At what point do you verbalize this person that they need to stop? I have. At what point will you allow me to go to this <laughs> damn person? Um, honestly... Have you, have you truly expounded and said, listen, you are really affecting me when you say this and I really need you to stop. I I, th- I think being unbelievably direct. Yeah. I, I, cause I know you and I doubt that's how you did it. I would say, listen, you need to stop and put a little bit of stern in it. Yeah. Well, and I think maybe even more than that. And I think you're going to disagree with this, Matt was, but I need to learn how to stop that tailspin. Because it's not just that person. Correct. That's going to be forever a question because that's a normal question. Right. Um, But I think just an added side note, sometimes that's a really personal question when you ask. Um, It is. And if you don't know that person to know their why, probably asking why is inappropriate. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I believe it's probably very innocent without a doubt. It's an yeah. innocent question. But um Yeah, I know this person isn't trying to be no vindictive. And that's why like I almost feel guilty being so frustrated about it. But Absolutely not. I, I honestly 
I'm more frustrated with myself than I am with this person because I, I, I allow it to just totally run wild sometimes. Most of the time when I see this person, it's very innocent. I move on. Doesn't even affect me. But for whatever reason, I saw this person the other day and it just totally sent me in a tailspin this isn't the first time you've mentioned it to me though and you are correct that there is a lot of there's a lot of uh self-responsibility here yes but there is a time and a place where you tell somebody to shut the hell up <laughs> and say it respectfully yeah. say it whatever way you want but that is that is a part of mental fitness yeah the ability is. to tell someone to stop yeah that's true i have trouble with that and that's i know you do <laughs> so i'm telling you that i feel as your husband that you need to make a respectful but stern stand to this person and say, you have got to stop. Yeah. And if not, if they continue, you let me know. I'll make sure they stop. (laughs) Okay. I guarantee you. (laughs) No, please stay out of it. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what I could sit down and, and say are my most effective ways to get my mind out of this gutter. Um, but I, I did a really challenging workout today um, to the point where my lungs were screaming because <laughs> I was so short of breath. Um, that helped. I think emotionally I was down so low that that workout at least brought me up to like the land of the living and the emotions. And then I just need to keep ascending higher than that. I've felt the low on you for the past two days specifically. I felt it yeah. on you. Yeah. I've, I've just not been in a good place. Here's the thing. What you basically just said is you don't know what the fix is. You don't know like how to get yourself out of it, but I think it's extremely important for you. The biggest lesson here is that you've learned it. You've realized it. You've taken note of it. So now you can try to begin to find the answers. I feel like what yeah. we do when we do these podcasts and videos is that we try to we try to give you something and say, this is how we've found that we have fixed it. Well, sometimes, yeah. sometimes we don't always have the answers, right. but at least right now what we're doing is we're showing them, just try to realize it. Try to figure out yeah. what the root of yeah. it is well, and then just go from there. That's step one is really understanding your own emotions and digging down to figure out why so that you can really prepare yourself emotionally for when it happens again, because most often it's not just a one off and then it's never going to happen again. Um, you know, we all have our trigger points of this is what sets me into a tailspin. So you got to coach yourself through it. You got to prepare ahead of time. That way you've got your, you know, your safeties, you know, to, to enact and do to keep yourself from going so far to the right that you can't even understand what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but I will say, you know, several years ago, if this would have happened, I would be on the couch. You would be shut down. Um, eating my feelings. Yep. Uh, and not moving with the blinds closed, yep. the whole house dark and just staring at the TV for the next two days. I agree with you. Um, so I feel like, you know, I can sort it through in my mind that I've, I've come a long way as far as just sucking it up and pushing through it. Cause that's the only way to get to the other side is to push through. You're right. Um, and if you leave yourself stuck in it, 
you're you're gonna get more stuck the longer you stay there. Well, and here's the deal. It re- again, realizing that you're there and just trying to work on getting out of it. Because I've been in a place I know before, and I know some of my family has been in a place before where they just wallow in it. Yeah, they're just in it. There's no intention to figure out why they're in it or what what is one step that I can do to get out of it. So. I mean, I think you're already working through it without you realizing it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the thing is, I'm allowing myself to to feel it. And yeah. a couple of years ago, that's not the case. You tried it just to block it. You tried to numb it. I would have just pushed it down yep. and piled a whole lot of food and Netflix on top of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that's not how you get through something. Mm-mm. You just brush it under the rug. And sometimes you just need to let yourself feel it. Yeah. Like, just let it out. Um good grief (laughs) just let it out and work through it otherwise you're just going to push it down farther and farther and i know we um we watched bill burr's new special last night and he talked about um bottling up and putting it on the shelf just push it down (laughs) and uh he's like i never know when that's going to come out and hurt a loved one in the future (laughs) bill burr we love him he's a comedian he's on netflix he just came out with a new special we've seen him we've seen him and we've seen him live a handful of times right yeah yeah love him and and i know that it was a comedy special but something that i really appreciate about bill burr no matter how hot button some of his issues are and sometimes Mm -hmm. i'm just like i can't watch it it's just so bad um is that he really he does it on purpose like he hits those of course he does hot button topics on purpose because it really it makes you think even though he's spending it in a comedic fashion um and that actually really hit home with me last night like i don't want to just bottle it up and put it on a shelf no to you know take it down and throw it at Matt at some point um because <laughs> that's what would happen in a couple of weeks i would just be totally irrational about something totally fine um and you would ask me where did that come from and at that point i would have completely forgotten mm-hmm. i don't know i couldn't answer that <laughs> um so i'm, I'm trying to feel it in the moment and try to really work it through like standing in front of the mirror earlier taking all those pictures like why is it that I don't like that picture yeah good why question. is it that I'm so frustrated with what I see and what am I doing about it is is really the next important question is what am I doing because if I'm not doing something about it me standing in front of the mirror hating what I see is completely pointless. Yeah, without a doubt. And that, that's a perfect question to ask. I mean, good job on asking the question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wh- why stand in front of the mirror? I mean, take all the mirrors down if you're not going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's the in- the most important first two steps is to look in the mirror and, and figure out what you dislike. Ask yourself why. And then what are you doing about it? Yep. Yep. You nailed it. Yeah. Um, and, and that almost could be just the, the, the two steps you need to do. Yeah. Now there's probably 18,000 steps in between there. Yeah. But I think that's really the catalyst for change. Yeah. If you're not liking what you see. That's the start. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by all means, this is your podcast episode. So you tell me when we stop. You tell me if you have more. I mean, I think that's it. I think so, too. I really just wanted to get it off my chest. I needed to get it off my yeah, chest. Yeah, you did. Um, 
you know, this is a very personal yeah, topic. I'm very surprised that you shared this. Um, and <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And, and I think, um, you know, normally we would have talked this through sitting on the couch and no one would ever be the wiser of this conversation. Yeah. Um, when it comes to my emotions, I'm a very private person. You are. I don't like to share my emotions. Um, I think partially because of my anxiety. I know we've talked about that previously that I have this bar set so high that, you know, I can't show people my weaknesses because I'm less perfect. Um, even though I, I know I'm very far from perfection. And, and like, you know, you don't want to portray that. That's not truly what you want to portray. Right. But it, it is at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my other concern with sitting down and recording this is that, um, I really don't want to have this conversation with people again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good reason too. Um, but I think it's important, and Matt, you and I have had this conversation recently to really show our humanity. Yeah, to really show our flaws because we're so far from perfect. A thousand percent. And you know, we might have you know ten or fifteen minutes a week that are edited <laughs> into this you know, great video. Um, but that's not totally real life. Like we're just as happy in real life as we are in those videos, but you know, that took preparation and editing and that's not the whole story. No, it's not. And let me, let me explain to you guys why, let me explain to you why you see the videos that you see and some of the content that may seem like it's perfect. So it's not, like I've said before, the reason that it is the way it is, if you've, if you've ever noticed, I make these things called jump cuts, meaning there's not much like pausing in between shots of like, you know, Jenna's on camera and then you see me immediately. There's not much pause in between. The reason is, is because I don't want to waste your time. I want to deliver as much value in the shortest amount of time because I understand your attention span because I understand my attention span in today's world. <laughs> so I just want to get this content out as quickly and as efficiently and as pretty as I can, so you'll watch. So hopefully I can make an impact. It's truly not to make us look perfect because that is yeah. not the case. And yeah. I think we've said that a billion times. So I hope, I hope you understand. <laughs> well, and I think that the other important piece here too, is that I've kind of taken over content yeah. the last couple of months for both the podcast and our videos. With the idea is a thousand percent. And it's not, um, well, what are these people that are watching our content, what do they struggle with? Right. And I'll tell them the perfection that I have. No, it's literally what I struggle with. Yeah. Is how I come up with all these ideas. Yeah. Um but we put them out because we know someone out yeah, there is struggling. Yeah, we can't with be it. the only ones no. that are struggling with that. I mean, everybody is unique, but we all have similar struggles. Right. Um and I mean today we're about to go do a video going to Starbucks. Yeah. And um I'm in the middle of uh no sugar uh, for seven, 70 days. And uh, I've really struggled the last couple of days and I am almost dreading going and getting something that smells so wonderful at Starbucks. We'll go through the drive through. It's all good. <laughs> for the video and then not being able to have it. Um, but we're real. We're real people. We struggle with the same things. Um, we've come a long way with a lot of self-education yep. and I hope that that's why you're here today too, is just feeding your mind. Um, even if it's coming from two imperfect people. Good job. 
Thanks. I love you. I love you too. Guys, you don't have to be perfect at this showing your raw emotions thing. Crying like a little baby. <laughs> Just try to be better than yesterday. Every day. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well and follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day.